0: Yo, 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 welcome back, it's Jess, this is the Not Carrie Bradshaw podcast where I am talking shit about wellness and style and pop culture and I'm late because you can probably hear it in my voice. I have been sick for a week, so this time I have like a legit excuse, Uh, yeah, I had a really rough sinus infection. And I'm on all of the drugs, all the steroids, all the antibiotics, and drinking green juice and ginger root and lemon and just trying to get back to a place of homeostasis, but I feel much better. So I want to check in with you guys and deliver on this episode that I'm super excited about where we are talking with my trainer, Camille Ross of Sealed Clutch, who's been getting me right for the past six, seven months. Um, Hey girl. Hey, we love you. Uh, Before I kick off that uh, interview, Again, I really apologize for my voice. I don't know if it sounds as gross to y'all as it does to me because my ears still haven't fully unclogged. Uh, but anyway, um, really quick fashion tip. The whole week of this week of um, wellness on my wellness journey is about relaxing, kind of taking things easy, being gentle with yourself. So with that in mind, I really want you guys to experiment with buying clothes that feel good. Like really experiment with some fabrications. I think that when we gain weight, we kind of feel like, well, I'm not gonna buy anything because if I don't buy anything new, then I'll be forced to lose weight. Girl, that don't work. You got to have something to wear in the interim, damn it. So, (laughs) not that you need to go out and spend a shit ton of money, but start shopping for comfort. That's not to say that you need to just be wearing, like, moo's out here. And no shade to anybody who does wear a moo -moo every day. Get it how you live, girl. Um, Belt it if you can. But I think... One of the worst things that you can do when you gain weight is to try to squeeze into a size that just is not yours. That is not being kind to your body. That is not honoring you. You will walk around uncomfortable the whole day because you're trying to put 10 pounds of sugar in a five pound bag don't do that to yourself start shopping for comfort one of my favorite things are pants with an elastic band especially because they do these really cool things now where they hide the elastic for you girl. and you know what don't nobody know what size you bought except for you and if it bothers you that much cut the tag out It'll be our secret. Uh, One of my coworkers, we were talking about this, and she confessed to me that she um, struggled with anorexia or bulimia. And she was saying that the numbers um, on clothes was really, really triggering for her. That if she couldn't fit into a size 2 and had to fit into a size 4, it would like trigger... Her eating disorder so she I think she like opted to only buy clothes that were like small medium large as opposed to the number I don't know if that helps Someone out there again. I'm not a specialist, but I do want to be Understanding and sensitive to the way that different people are triggered in terms of how they relate to Their body and their weight loss. So I get it It can be really hard to admit to yourself that like wow I used to wear a six and now I wear a 12 That's me and it can be really hard sometimes, but I guarantee you I feel much better going about my day in clothes that fit and that are soft and cozy and comfortable Than putting on double spanks to force myself into some shit that just does not fit anymore. So, in the spirit of going easy on yourself and being gentle with yourself, do not keep trying to force yourself into things that just don't fit. If it doesn't fit, you gotta quit. I don't know why I said that. I might be delirious from all the drugs I'm taking. Um, Anyway, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Like, comment, subscribe. Share, rate, review, as always, send money and good vibes. And I hope you guys enjoy. Hi, guys. It's Jess. I'm back with my awesome trainer, Camille Ross. Hey. In <laughs> So this is our Ask a Trainer episode. I want you guys to get to know her because you're seeing her on my socials. And she's a super dope chick. So, I want you guys to, yeah, get to know her. So, Camille, Seal Clutch, tell uh, the yep. people what you do and why.
1: So, I am a certified fitness instructor. I've been training for maybe, like, seven years now. Okay. Seven years. I've been certified for five. Um, the name Seal Clutch came from just trying to find a name for what it is i felt like i embodied because this journey to become a certified fitness instructor started with my own personal weight loss um at the time i just felt like i was working in fashion you guys if you see my instagram i like to dress up with my heels go out um so while doing that and i started to fall in love with fitness i just feel like i couldn't find people around me who shared both the same interests like being the cutesy girl who wore heels or cared about fashion but I also fell in love with fitness I love to do you know burpees give me a challenge crunches push ups all that stuff and so I felt like you it was are a-, a
0: sick person to actually like to do <laughs> see
1: what I'm saying so I yeah. felt like it was a disconnect so I was trying to find a name for you know myself or people who may be like me and I was looking up synonyms for like a closed group or a small group of women and sealed clutch came about because sealed is like closed and then clutch is another name for like a small gathering of people. So close group of us who understands and you could train dirty and clean up nice.
0: I love it. <laughs> That's one of the reasons why I was like drawn to you and specifically wanted to work with you on my wellness project because I saw so much um congruence between our interests in like style and then also wellness. And then, you know, we first sat down and talked about like collaborating we were vibing so hard about just like mental Mm -hmm. and like emotional health. And it was just like such a good link up. So shout out to organic collaboration. Yes. Um, And as an aside, I just really, I feel that it's important for people to know you don't have to collaborate with people that you don't vibe with. Absolutely. And if you like meet someone and there's an organic link rock with that, but don't force it anywhere.
1: Um, (laughs) there's many of um people i've said no to for paid and non-paid things just because their spirit didn't take to my well west indians like their spirit didn't take to mine, so
0: i love that (laughs) (laughs) um so let's get right into it okay what are some common misconceptions about physical wellness that you wish people knew before they came to you or period. Like what do you see like on social or in media that
1: just like grinds your gears? Well, I can just name one question. People be like, Well, how much weight can I lose in a week? Or a month? And it's like, that's a loaded question because it's based on you. It's not a general, um rule you can just apply to everyone so it's based on your genetics, your eating habits your sleeping patterns, you know what do you do for a living like all those things have to be taken into a um, factor to give an answer like that and even then I still can't tell until after we've been maybe training for a little bit to see like okay, this is how your metabolism is going or Yeah, we've had real conversations about because th- people lie to themselves including me like, oh I don't even eat that bad you know, then we get to the real nitty gritty it's like, oh but I forgot to tell you about um like every night around two AM, I like to eat ice cream. You didn't mention that in the beginning, right? So it was like right. it takes building a relationship, you getting honest with yourself. You know your background, your intake, your genetics—all that takes a part in the answer. So that's one of my biggest like misconception that there is a definite answer for how much weight you can lose in a specific amount of time. Like there's a rule of thumb that it's safe and healthy to lose up to three pounds. Per week, but that's based on your health. Like that's what is safe to lose. That's Mm -hmm. not a rule of thumb that you can or you should lose three pounds per week.
0: So people should have like a better understanding that there are a lot of other variables that go into actual weight loss. Mm -hmm. So speaking of health and weight loss, so you know the trainer Jillian Michaels. Yes. Uh, (laughs) It's just it's always funny to me how. Anyway, let me start here. So she's like under fire for making some criticisms of um, Lizzo's appearance. Lizzo is, you know, like a body positivity mm-hmm. icon, and she's, you know, this big pop artist.
1: Absolutely, and, yep.
0: You know, she's incredibly Love confident. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so Jillian Michaels is one of these people who feels like whenever. Um, bigger people just exist and aren't ashamed of their existence that they're somehow promoting an unhealthy lifestyle but I do think that there has to be like a balance absolutely but there are also really small people who are unhealthy so when it comes to that concept of if a person is a certain weight they're automatically unhealthy like how do you feel about like body positivity from that perspective
1: I think everyone should be happy with how they look um, I think that it was ignorant to mm-hmm. say that someone is unhealthy just based on their appearance. Because, like you said, there are smaller people who are unhealthy, and there are people who are not, you know, a size zero who are healthy as well. And how do you know her backstory? How do you know Lizzo was not in the gym five days a week? Mm-hmm. You know, working on her health. How do you know that her blood pressure is fine? Her, mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. So just looking at her weight, you made a um, perception of who she was. So that was very ignorant, and. Um, but on the other side of that coin, like you mentioned, I do get worried sometimes that since we all are so happy with how we look and we're promoting body positivity, we're taken away from the fact that we should still be focused on getting healthy if we're not. Mm-hmm. If our weight is a result of unhealthy patterns, then let's focus more on that than um, just saying, well, this is who I am.
0: Right. That's And I think for me, something that I have concluded... Um, especially like on this journey we're at like six months of working on this Mm -hmm. and I think that the first before you can even say like I want to make changes you have to first really be in love with who you are exactly in that moment because you can't hate yourself into being the person you feel that you want to be you can't hate yourself into liking who you are you know
1: like Say that. Run that back again. Well, I love I, that I one. Well, I think that we I, You can't to, hate yourself into... What? What was it? You can't hate yourself into being who you think you want to be. Yeah. Like, if you...
0: I know for me, I used to really beat myself up about um, just making really bad choices. Like, especially, like, in college. Like, some of the people that I involved myself with. And even, like, after college, like, in my 20s, I really put myself in some very unhealthy relationships and for the longest time I would just talk so bad about myself like back during that time when the key to actually really healing the trauma that I experienced back then was showing myself compassion Mm -hmm. you know and understanding that I was only acting based on what information I had at the time and I just didn't know any better and I think when it comes to physical health you're not going to hate your gut away,
1: bitch. <laughs> like, you're just not. But I think, because uh, we can get really deep with this. I think that... Get as deep as you want to get. Beca- okay, can me <laughs> for a second? I think as women, um, we tend to befriend each other based on... Have you seen Mean Girls? Of course. Do you remember the scene where everyone's naming everything they hate about themselves and then they turn to Katie waiting for her to say something? Yeah, yeah. And I think we do that as females starting from a young age. We're socialized to it's be like, very
0: critical of ourselves.
1: Exactly. And that's how we bond. Like, oh, my God. Like, Especially if someone gives you a compliment. It's like, oh, my God, you're so pretty. You're like, um, no, I didn't do my hair. Yeah, oh, yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, Like, so I think that takes some time to build yourself out of. So, like you said, you wish you had done that previously. But it's like it took time and work because it's like we're so conditioned to just beat ourselves down. And I think it's deeper than we even notice, like, um, women in general. So... I have this thing about saying sorry. Mm. Um, women, we say sorry for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Our appearance. Mm-hmm. Existing. Mm-hmm. Especially if we're in a space with the um, opposite sex. If we... Uh, if someone does something to us, we even like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, right. I'm, you
0: know, it's like, no.
1: Right. We got to cut all that.
0: And it takes time <laughs> to unlearn those things. Yes. And I think when it comes to your physical appearance... We don't really celebrate people who are proud of their physical appearance unless they have an appearance that is otherwise considered not good. Like we celebrate that Lizzo is very confident in how she presents herself because the world is telling Lizzo that she shouldn't be that way. But if it's somebody like Rihanna... Saying, well, I know that I'm beautiful. People will cringe at a person who's generally
1: considered beautiful, thinking that they're beautiful. And pin her against, like, Beyonce. Yeah,
0: and I find that bizarre. It's like, we can't, in one breath, tell people, love yourself, be proud of who you are. And then when a person says, okay, I am, it's like, be more humble. Well, calm down. Yeah, and (laughs) I think sometimes when we say be humble what you're really saying is can you like yourself less so that I can feel better about
1: myself this is so funny and the answer is no bitch <laughs> absolutely I talk about this with my friends all the time we don't tell men to be humble it's Mm-mm. always we tell women like be humble and it's like but why do I have to if I truly believe in what the f I'm saying and who I think I am even if you don't agree I'm allowed to say that mm-hmm. and be this and live it and breathe it and you don't have to agree just don't talk to me Oh, I love
0: it. <laughs> um, so, with that being said, I think f- it. What I realized about myself a long time ago is that I cannot be a slave to the scale. Like you had a hard time getting to me to like do my first weigh-in. Mm-hmm. It was like, do I have to? So, I think that it's important for people to come up with other goals, Absolutely. other than a certain number on the scale. Mm-hmm. So what are some other goals that people can have for incorporating more physical activity into their lives other than I want to fit a size, whatever. I want to weigh X amount of weight. Like what are some other things people can aspire to?
1: So even on, in the beginning of your journey and anyone who trains with me, I try to focus on not only just weight, but we can have non-scale victories. So if there is a pair of pants that you love that you used to fit and you couldn't and that's your goal. Maybe we can work towards that. Or if our initial meeting you only were able to do two push-ups and then, you know, 3 weeks later we were able to do, you know, 12. That's a non-scale victory. Mm. If you can, you know, run a mile in less time than you did a month prior, that's a non-scale victory. So all of these things have nothing to do with the scale. And everything to do with how well you've been progressing mm. in your session. And my personal story with that is when I started my weight loss journey, I, you, I became obsessed. Okay? Mm. I became obsessed with working out and eating good and losing weight. Like That's really what I was obsessed with, losing weight. Mm-hmm. So I would get on the scale every single morning knowing damn well how the body works I could have I could have had way too much salt the day before which causes your body to hold water so you may weigh a little bit more in the morning it's not necessarily you getting more fat but I was just so obsessed like every day I would get on the scale and I was like in my mind I would be winning if I lost more weight to a point where my friends were like bitch um is you okay your chest bones are like Um, Showing Popping Mm -hmm. And it's not cute (laughs) (laughs) I was like for real They were like for real And I was like okay Well, Wait why am I I never even said I wanted to be this small How did I get here Mm -hmm. And I realized I was a slave to the scale Mm -hmm. So you have to find other um, non-skilled victories and just really know what it is you're doing it for. I think America as a whole is obsessed with weight loss. Yeah. Um, not necessarily like a fitness journey, but it's always like a weight loss journey. So we mm. find ourselves in this downward spiral of lose weight, lose weight, lose weight, but it's like, are you happy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to find out why you're doing it, why you're taking this journey. I think
0: I think identifying your why is so important. Yep. I remember why are you talking about that mm-hmm. where um, I think in, in any goal, any measure of success, if mm-hmm. your definition is or if you're doing it to get to elicit a certain response from other people, it's not sustainable. Yeah, it's gonna work. You will quit. And I think, too, we ha- something that I have learned the very hard way this past year, past two years, you cannot earn love. Like, people love you just because they love you. People like you just because they like you. There's something energetically or spiritually about you. If a person does not like you, no amount of losing weight is going to make them sincerely
1: actually like you. And where do we get this from, that losing weight is the answer to making people... You know what? I know where we got it from, like media and stuff Yeah. but Look
0: at all the, like, rom-com. Remember, like, teen movies and stuff where, like, the girl takes off her glasses. Mm-hmm. And then everybody... Tosses her hair day, around. The whole time that she was actually, like, so pretty. Mm-hmm. And so we all think that if we have this certain transformation, that then we will earn a certain amount of love or adoration or whatever. But if you aren't doing the self-work... Mm-hmm you're, number one, going to gain all that weight back because you're not getting to the root, not the root, the, the root, <laughs> of what led you there to begin with. Mm-hmm. And it's all just going to resurface. Because when I was 25, I lost a good bit of weight. I got to, like, my... What was my goal weight back then? And I'm not going to say numbers because I don't want people to become obsessed with that. But right. I got to my goal weight during this meal replacement plan. And I looked back at those pictures, and I looked great, but I was just like... Said on a previous podcast episode, I was like a tortured soul. I was so sad and I was so depressed, and I wasn't really looking at what got me to that weight gain. So you can't just treat the symptoms, you have to like get to the to the root of the illness, you know. So that's why we talk about like total wellness. Um, and I don't want people to just look at, I'm going to do this to be a certain size and then I'll magically feel better about myself. Absolutely. You got to have some other stuff to go after. Like your why has to be something greater than a physical appearance or something outside of getting a certain response from people.
1: Um, I have some clients like um, mommies and their goal with working out with me and the reason why I love my clients, we all have different reasons why we work out. So some of them, their purpose of working out with me, that's the only time they have of like grown-up time. Mm. So I understand that we go in and we work it out and we sweat it out. It's not based on a number or... Um, a size is just like this is mommy's time, mm. so I keep that in mind and I try to keep it new and fresh. It's something for them to look forward to the next time we meet mm. because some of them are single moms, so it was like it's just them and the baby, and they maybe have forgotten who they were mm. before a baby. So we talk about that, or we talk about different interests, and I try to take their mind off of that. Or like some of them, are, their goal is to just keep up with their child, you know. So, like you said, it's important to know you're wide, and, and it doesn't have to be related to a specific number.
0: Or to a specific person outside of your word, side. like we ain't gonna make him stop cheating on you because you got fine, girl.
1: You know what? Trust me. Kind of off topic, but when women, um, get people, um, become engaged and they're like, now I need to lose all this weight. And I'm like, but the person clearly, yeah. Um, loved you yeah at this way yeah and
0: speaking of mommies another thing I really 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 hate snapback culture Mm -hmm. I think that that is an irrational amount of pressure to put on women like you have pushed your body to the absolute extreme of what your body can be pushed to and instead of being grateful that your body carried a baby you had a healthy delivery of a baby. You, you can feed that delivery. B- yes, because, like, black women are dying exactly. at alarming rates yep. giving birth to children. But then you can feed that baby from your body. And your first inclination <laughs> is to, like, torture yourself to get back to a certain place. And what I'm focusing on right now is not going back. Like a lot of people who have been like DMing me or texting me or messaging me or whatever, um, about their own you know weight loss goal, and it's I just want to get back to you can never go back if I love you are that, yeah. a healthy adult person. Your body is supposed to change. Your body is supposed to grow in different ways. So you can't go backwards, but you can go into a new normal of what's good for you. Like I always tell people, look at where Beyonce is today. Beyonce will never be dream girl's Beyonce again because she has had three whole babies. True. And she is an older woman. Dream girls, Beyoncé is gone, but Coachella Beyoncé looks damn good. She does. You know, like, you can walk into... Just be the
1: best version of yourself. Exactly. That's what I tell people.
0: Exactly, like, but don't look backwards, and I just want, like, any moms who are listening to know, like, show gratitude for what your body was able to do because there are a lot of people who were not able to do what you did. Amen. Like, so if you have a little fupa or whatever like you had a whole human <laughs> um anyway let me get off my soapbox Like i don't know snapback
1: it just it makes me. no you can sad. add that to the list of the things that annoy me the snapback culture mm-hmm. it makes me sad it should and especially if you're like and i
0: again. think statistically we're having babies older mm-hmm. and so if you're like 33, having your first baby, comparing your snapback journey to a girl who had her first kid in her 20s. That's not fair. Like, why are you doing that?
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I. Oof, I <laughs> Please don't do that to you. <laughs> um, I know what the answer to this next question is for me personally. But from your perspective, mm-hmm. what do you feel are the benefits of having a personal trainer versus going at it on your own?
1: There's a couple. For one, and most importantly, is form. Yeah. Um, to know if you're doing the right things correctly, and and then the secondary would be just to show your routine that you wouldn't normally know to think of of your own. A lot of times when I get new clients, they're like, oh, "God, I'm so glad I found you because I don't know how to use half these machines yes. in the gym." Yeah. Like, girl, I put my face I I put my butt here. I didn't know that's how- <laughs> that's how this goes. And also just to switch things up so your trainer also has a, an idea of who you are what movements you guys have been doing for X amount of times and you know switch things up accordingly based on they've you know they all know how you you can work like what movements are better for you versus what aren't you know any injuries that you're prone to that you told them about in the past they should be <clears throat> keeping track of that and then challenging you to work harder at a you know a, a pace that's not trying to break you mm-hmm. um yeah those are basically the two top benefits form make sure you're doing everything correctly and just knowledge of routines that are best suited for you um to get to whatever it is your goal is
0: so with that being said how long like should you have a personal trainer because i know i look at some people who've been in therapy for like X amount of years, and it's like, you don't seem to really be making no progress.
1: Maybe <laughs> you need the switch. Yeah.
0: So it's like, does a person have a personal trainer for, like, the rest of their life? Or, like, I think the purpose of therapy is to get you to a point where you can therapize yourself. Mm. So what's the ultimate like end goal of like a personal trainer relationship is it something you should have ongoing forever or like what do you think about that
1: it's case by case but i do not see something wrong with a long-term trainer right because again this person knows you physically right even mentally and spiritually you know because right. it goes there sometimes in sessions, so it's someone you trust so it can be an instance of I equipped you mm-hmm. like first. You don't know anything as far as fitness. So I'm giving you the confidence mm-hmm. to be able to do things on your own. Mm-hmm. Right. So now I'm building confidence within you. You go, Now I'm able to meet you less. Mm-hmm. You're able to do things on your own. But now you're like, okay, now I need new things to do. Mm-hmm. So you come back. Gotcha. And there's some new things, challenge, new challenges. Cause now you've mastered what I gave you before. Mm-hmm. Now you want something more challenging. So you meet with your trainer, they show you a few more things go off now you can do those things by yourself so I don't think you can ever it doesn't have to be an end date mm-hmm. you can always come back for more challenging routines or questions or um just because you know that person you know that they can push you in a way that you probably wouldn't for yourself
0: I know that's what it is for me like you challenge me to do things that I'm just like Girl, I can't do that
1: <laughs> and then you end up doing it right there like
0: You know, my favorite thing is to be like, we'll see. We'll see. And then
1: she does it every time.
0: Camille would be like, okay, you're going to do six burpees and then you're going (laughs) to do some dips and then you're going to do some squats and then you're going to do some jump squats. I'm like, bitch, we'll see. And gets it done. Anyway. (laughs) um, So I want to move on to some questions that some of our followers sent us. Mm -hmm. Um, One of my questions, too, that I asked you earlier this
1: week uh, what is your view on waist trainers? I do not like waist trainers. I'm not anti-waist trainers. Shout out to all the people making money um, from creating or marketing or labeling these waist trainers. But from my point of view... A lot of times, they are very restricting. Mm -hmm. So, the very least, they're restricting your movements. And for cardio, you might be good. It's helping you sweat. You're standing upright. It doesn't seem to pose a problem. But when we get to the ground and we try to do abdominal movements, they're very, very constricted. So... In the moments where we should be relying on our core mm. to um, contract, mm-hmm. we can't. We mm-hmm. physically can't because the waist trainer is so tight. Mm-hmm. So now you're relying on it as opposed to your muscles. And I think it creates a sense of dependency mm. okay. um, on an outside source rather than your body. So right. that's my gripes with... Um, Waist trainer. Also, people think it's like a, it's doing something magical. All it is is trapping heat in one concentrated area so that you're sweating more. And that's my other question.
0: Isn't it true that you can't actually just target one? part of your body like if you want to lose weight you're going to lose weight in every part of your body
1: absolutely you can tr- you can work on an area a little bit more than others to help assist in w- losing weight in the area but you can't just lose weight in one area so as far as waist trainers, again yes you're going to sweat more in your abdominals because you're literally trapping the heat in that area but it's all water weight mm. so um you can easily sabotage that from leaving and like i said previously like salt helps you retain water so if you eat something super salty um
0: it's all right back yes yeah i always find that so interesting how like we focus so much like on the core because everybody wants to have like a snatched waist Mm -hmm. but then like it doesn't occur to you at all to like maybe look at them arms girl but anyway so so.
1: (laughs) one more thing for the waist trainer especially the ones that have boning in them and boning is like wiring yeah because um People are hoping, I think they're hoping to like train their shape a certain way. Yeah. That also is temporary. Yeah. Um, and that takes a lot of commitment and I'm assuming pain. Um, yeah, there's that is, a reason why
0: bitches tossed corsets out a long time ago. It's like, very painful. The uh, flapper
1: movement was real. Exactly. <laughs> and if you look up those women, um, their organs have been shifted. Yeah. So, I'm not sure if that's the goal of, you know, just... Like, is it really worth it, girl?
0: Mm -hmm. Um, So, one question that I have here from one of my followers. Hey, girl. Which cardio machine is the most effective? Stairmaster, treadmill,
1: or elliptical? So, that's another loaded question. Effective for what?
0: That's what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. Because you were telling me this past weekend that, like, if you're a person who has, like, issues with your knees, the elliptical will be better for you. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I guess... Since she didn't know that, to rephrase her question, what are the benefits of the elliptical, okay. the Stairmaster, and the treadmill?
1: So um, they're all cardio-based. You can, you know, work up a sweat on all three. The elliptical, I think, is more geared towards those of us who may have, like, knee injuries or have impact issues. You can get a, a great cardio workout without the impact of running on a treadmill. The Stairmaster, the beast that is the Stairmaster.
0: I love the Stair... I have a love-hate relationship with it.
1: I do, too. Um, You can work up a sweat, but obviously it's more strenuous as... Because you're basically walking upstairs. So it's all on preference, really. It's not like one targets a specific area. Yeah, like
0: one's not better than the other. Right. Okay, good to know. Um, This next question is, will strength training help burn fat as quickly as cardio? Or should I do a cardio ramp-up, like a few weeks focusing primarily on cardio to lose weight then focus on strength training i guess she's asking like what's the relationship between like fat weight loss yeah
1: yeah. Mm -hmm. okay so yes that'll be that'll be based on you your genetics your makeup your metabolism but a general answer is it's all based on preference um i in general rule of rule of thumb is muscles burn fat Mm. so you should be incorporating strength training into your workout if weight loss is your goal um I call them cardio queens. Mm. We see them on the treadmill. And and they look a certain way, but we never say what they look like. Exactly. (laughs) Um, What they're doing is using... Their their body is feeding on their muscles, so they look the way that we all know. Mm -hmm. They look Mm -hmm. because they're not building muscles, so their body is feeding on the muscle mass that it does have, and that's why they all have that certain look. So strength training is um, important in your weight loss journey, or any journey. You Mm -hmm. should be incorporating both cardio... And um, strength training. The sequence of it is based on preference or how well your body responds. For me, um, personally, my body, I tend to build muscle way quicker than I can burn fat. Okay. So I like to start off my workouts with cardio and then move on to strength training, but it's all based on your body.
0: Okay. And then, is using the sauna before or after a workout actually beneficial?
1: Um. There's one of the benefits you're looking for. I love the sauna, but I do not love, use the sauna as a weight loss tool. For me, it's therapeutic. Yeah, you use um, it for, like, meditation purposes. Yes, I just, it makes me so happy. That's why I want people to
0: get to a place where you're doing these things because they feel good to mm-hmm. you and not just
1: for, like, this end goal. Working out is not torturous. I have a friend, my best friend. She, when she's working out, she looks like I can't wait till this is over, and like she thinks like working out automatically results in whatever it is her goal is. But it's like it doesn't quite work like that. It's either you have to understand the journey, go through it, find some joy, enjoy in it, because if you don't find any joy in it, you're not gonna want to do it.
0: Yeah, you're not gonna be motivated to go to a workout class on a weekend or after work or on your free time. Mm -hmm. It is not something you actually like to do. You got to do it till it feels good. I have gotten to a place where I realize that meditation and yoga, like in between working out with you, are things that I actually like need to do. And it's not optional. Mm -hmm. I know that if I do this, I will feel better, like cumulatively. And I think another thing that I tell myself sometimes too, when I don't feel like doing whatever it is that I need to do. I always say you're not gonna feel worse after you do this. I like I like that. yeah, like so, some white woman I work with told me that one day when I was just like, I don't want to go to so she was like you're not gonna feel worse after you do it. I like so if that. you could just get yourself there, you're gonna actually do it. So I think too getting over the hump of just like getting yourself to wherever your workout is gonna be. So for me, I'm like if I can at least motivate myself to put on my clothes, I know I'll go and I'll
1: finish word. Um, but to answer that person's question, there are people who use sauna, the sauna as a weight loss tool because um, it's primarily basically like a room waist trainer, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's sweating off the water Your weight. You're sweating, exactly. Right. Okay. Um, this next question,
0: it's, it's the same thing. Everybody wants to know how to get a flat stomach, so it's like, can I do it by lifting serious weights or just by doing cardio, which we already addressed. Wait, for
1: a stomach? Yeah. Okay. Well, the tummy in particular is of course um based on working out but more so what you're eating. Mhm. So if you're eating a lot of foods that's contributing to belly fat, then no amount of working out is going to you cannot outwork a bad diet. Mm, the shade. I feel it. Like I feel, I feel seen. Um, nah, no, you can't like outwork
0: a diet. I told Camille, she was like, I <laughs> Like, my first weigh-in, the scale did not move. And I was just, like, devastated. I was like, I feel like I'm working so hard. And Camille was like, what are you eating? And I was like, well, I don't want to talk about it. Camille <laughs> was like, bitch.
1: You don't, know. oh, We
0: got to get real with each other and yourself. You know, it's fine. Um,
1: so, you had some questions from your followers. Yes. Those are really good questions, by the way. Shouts out to my followers. <laughs> Um, we kind of covered that. How did you get into fitness? I started with my own personal um, weight loss journey. Uh, it started as a weight loss journey. I told you guys I got super skinny. My friends were like, mm-mm, mm-mm. We don't Cut like this. Out. And then I had to have a reflection of myself. Like, wait, what am I doing? Like, what is my goal? Just to lose weight? So I turned my weight loss journey into a fitness journey. Mm-hmm. And I started incorporating more strength training into my workout. And um, from there, I became certified, and I started Seal Clutch. Woop woop. Mm-hmm. Can you work on one area at a time? Nope. <laughs> 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 do you offer personal training or classes? So, yes, I do offer personal training at the moment. Uh, the books is kind of um limited, but I do offer personal training. I'm trying not to take on too many clients because – I want to bring my classes back in a bigger and better way than I have previously. Those of you who don't follow me, I try to keep unique classes um, that everyone enjoys coming to, like Ass and Abs. But we focus on our ass and our abs, and I play a lot of booty Mm -hmm. shaker music. There's Burpees and Bubblies, which is a workout day party. So we brunch and crunch. I love that. Um, so, yeah, I want to bring those back full force. So, I am limiting the amount of personal sessions that I offer. How do I work out and keep my hair intact? So, you can tell your personal. I now you touched did on did
0: a whole week devoted to hair. And it really depends on what your hair is. Is how you wear it, whatever, whatever, how much you sweat. I sweat so much in my head mm-hmm. that I know that if I'm doing a workout with you or a workout that you send me, there's no point in trying to save that hairstyle, it's not going to happen for me. So, I am just very intentional about scheduling my workouts around my hair. If go. I just got a fresh relaxer, I know that the first Two or three days after that, I'm only doing light yoga, meditating, <laughs> stretching. Cause Work. I run hot like an old Chevy. I will sweat just talking about sweating. So <laughs> that's <clears throat> that's my method. Like I just plan around it because I I don't feel right if my hair isn't done. Like I will have the worst attitude. <laughs> I really you know if I don't I'm it, it makes it may sound shallow, but I know myself enough to know that if I don't like how I look. I don't feel well like emotionally I just don't so that's a priority for me my hair is a huge priority for me so I schedule my workouts
1: around it and I love that you you figured that out instead of trying to make two things work I've been the girl and I've watched the girls try to still have straight hairdos and have strenuous workouts every day that's a joke uh, yeah I when I had a perm I was on a creamy crack. My hair was you shout know, out to the creamy crack. Right, my Dance hair was um bra strap length, and I would work out, and I would after my workout I would try to blow dry it in the locker room, comb it with a freaking rat's tooth comb, Mm-mm. rat tail comb. I'm sorry, and then breakage happened. Yeah, and it was bad. I d- in the back of my head and in the middle of my head, and I was like, "Wait, why?" And they're like, "Cause you are trying." to constrict your hair and put it in these um hairstyles that it's not supposed to be and immediately after working out and you know what else is goofy too
0: um and my hair salon girls will come in there with a full face of makeup and you and I wear like a full face basically like every day Mm -hmm. but they will go to the hair salon with a full face of makeup and tell the hairstylist or the shampoo girl like "Don't don't mess up my makeup
1: it's the same principle. It is.
0: Like, girl. Yep.
1: Yep. Priorities. Scarves and wraps come in handy a lot. Um, during that time when I was working on my journey, I would put, you know, a wrap on, a pretty little wrap the next day if it was a real bad workout. Yeah. Well, good woodwork workout. Yeah. Um, put a head wrap on. But now I just keep it to braids. Yeah. Yeah. Or if I have my twist outs, because my hair is natural now, mm. if I have a nice little twist out, I'll just put my hair in two pigtails to keep the ends still curly, but mm. they have room to breathe. And then when my workout's done, take out the pigtails, shake. Shake it down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think the last question was, how do you find the time to work out?
0: You, you make, make the it. Time.
1: <laughs> you make the time. You literally have to make time. Same way we find time to go get our hair done, nails done. Right. Go to work even, it's a priority as well. Right. I think even if that means you you have to do it in your house. Which is why we have some great in-home
0: workouts coming up. And I always encourage people to get it in like where you can. Mm-hmm. If you know that you just actually don't have the time to do it on a certain day. Make sure you take the stairs. Yep. As much as you can that day, or you know, you have a lunch hour at work. Take fifteen
1: minutes out of your lunch hour to do something. Listen, um, so I send Jessica at home workouts. So I think I met with you one time at your apartment mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, she lives on the fourth floor. It's a walk up. I saw. I noticed how much distance she had between her front door and like her living room area. It was the worst choice I ever made. <laughs> So I'm like, okay, she could do lunges up and down that foyer area. She can use the stairs for cardio. Um, there's some other clients who I used to train in their homes. And they're like, wait, what are we going to do? We don't have any weights. I'm like, do you have a gallon of milk? Do you have a gallon of water? Gallon? you have a baby? <laughs> Where, so no, baby. <laughs> seriously. Because a gallon <laughs> of milk is usually around um, six to eight pounds. Mm. And you can get a lot done. If you have a chair, there you go. There's your dips. Yep.
0: So we you and know. we do have some stuff coming up about like use what you have to get what you want. Shouts out to the players club. What? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Um yeah i think as long as you and my my therapist is always saying like the beauty of the nike slogan is that it really is true to just Sticks. do it yep like if you don't give yourself any other options other than to do it then you will it just
1: to do account. it prioritize it it's as, as important as, it. as, yep. as brushing your teeth yeah and combing your hair in the morning yep if you have hair, you know what I mean. Looking presentable to go out. Like, I, I know there's times where um, if I'm in full-on training mode, if I know I can't make it to the gym that day because I have to stay at work later or something came up, I'll make it my mission. Okay, you're drinking a lot of water. You go to the bathroom. Every time I use the bathroom, I do eight squats eight wall push-ups Ooh. in their Ooh, I by, like that stall by myself okay yes and like you're that. gonna get it
0: in some way or somehow I like that maybe that's what we'll put in the next newsletter is like how to get it in like to make it fit in your day
1: okay I love I like, it mm-hmm. okay tell the people where they can find you Camille okay so I am sealed plus sealed clutch s-e-a-l-e-d-c-l-u-t-c-h on instagram my website is sealedclutch.com um facebook same thing seal clutch and i think that's it
0: okay thank you for coming by Yay. for talking to my peoples and hey hopefully y'all. we'll have a boot camp coming up soon yes look forward we're working on that y'all yeah. send us goodbyes and well wishes and also send us money
1: okay <laughs> bye <laughs>